0: Hey, everybody, bring Significant Other home on digital. Micah Moore and Jake Lacey star in this twisted sci-fi thriller as a young couple on a remote hiking trip who sense they may not be alone. Significant Other is on digital now, rated R from Paramount Pictures. Thanks so much for listening and on to the show. everybody welcome to Tara talk with shannon and kathy
1: what's up what's up
0: <sighs> i wanted to share actually you know as i mentioned last week i'm i went to sundance this year and there's a couple, there was a few movies that i wanted to mention that are not horror movies that i think you guys should keep an eye out for so there was a audience favorite movie called radical which mm. i just my goodness i loved it so much if you like movies that have a heroic teacher vibe to it. So I've always been a fan of, I was raised by a gaggle of teachers. So I've always really enjoyed movies that show teachers at their best and as sort of heroes in young people's lives. And radical definitely does that. And Eugenio Derbez is in it and he was in CODA as well. And he's just such an, just such an amazing actor So who will the sixth grade students at Jose Urbina Lopez Elementary in Maramoros become? They are among the worst performing students in Mexico. The world they know is one of violence and hardship and their classrooms are dominated by an atmosphere of overbearing discipline, not possibility. It might seem like a dead end, but it is also the perfect place for a new teacher, Sergio Juarez, to try something different. There's just one problem. Sergio, played by the amazing Eugenio Derbez, has no idea what he's doing. So, this is playful. It's powerful. It's inspiring. You know, I always, I even love the bad ones about teachers, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> the one with Michelle Thai for that one. Dangerous um, minds. But I loved like Hoosiers, you know, coaches, <clears throat> sure. any movies about like coaches or or teachers that just make a, a massive imprint on your life. Like, that's my jam just because of how I grew up. So, whenever it comes out and i know it will i would recommend that movie i would also recommend recommend a movie that i saw there called polite society which is a different a different type of movie it got a different <laughs> kind of thing going on there it's practically all female there are so many amazing female actresses in this and it's a London schoolgirl and tireless martial artist in training. She's hilarious. Ria Khan is determined to become a world renowned stunt woman. She's crushed when her big sister Lena drops out of art school, starts dating Salim, the charming, wealthy son of the prominent Shah family, and announces after barely a month that they're getting married, and uh, hilarity ensues. So, this is so funny this movie i think probably won some kind of award as well it was considered a midnight movie but mostly because i mean it's not a horror movie but mostly because there's a lot of um you know the style of like japanese action only only it's really funny and it's really bright and really charming and it's like an action comedy i guess there's a little bit of martial arts in it there's a little mm-hmm. bit of bollywood there's some social horror there's like a little bit of a heist thing going on and i just All the women in this were amazing, and there's a female-directed British filmmaker, and I really would like everyone to keep an eye out of that. Again, not a horror film, but if you like kind of action-y, but also Bollywood, but also (laughs) comedy, I mean, it's just funny. I don't know. I really liked it. Awesome. Yeah. So I wanted to mention those couple of movies, because they'll come out eventually, and maybe you'll remember me saying this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, that's cool. I, I think there's always a few gems that come out as most of us learn about it like a few months after. Yeah, if if that's or, or like yeah, I was gonna say a lot of times. Two years it's later, like I'm a, like, Oh, this is great. Like movie. a year and a half later, you're like, Yeah, I saw that at Sundance. I'm like, Really, this is so good. <laughs> it's awesome. So for those gamers out there, you probably heard about this before I did, but I think this sounds really cool. There is a game for PC that is being released. I think you can actually just download it for Windows. Mm. It's coming out this year. It's called Suffer the Night. Okay. And it is, it's like this interactive, um, let me see if I can get a good... Uh, The envelope is just the beginning. Burn it, destroy it. Don't play his game. When you see the pale man, it's already too late. Suffer the Night is a first person survival horror experience. Play chapter one now for free. So I'll give you the background, the story it is the year 1989 currently a powerful storm is raging through the county of sleepy woods mountains you take on the role of stacy lighten a painter who specializes in art for horror novels she is startled awake by the sounds of thunder the evening starts like any other out of nowhere an envelope appears on the floor next to the front door it contains a vintage text-based horror game in the form of a floppy disk she boots it up on her old el. Eldikstrin personal computer and begins playing as she progresses through the game, strange things start happening all around her. Will she survive or suffer the night? So it's a unique horror experience that combines first person survival horror with old text-based dungeon crawl games from the late eighties. I'm looking at some of the artwork and the the graphics of it mm-hmm. that you, it reminds me of those of you who like the the cult uh, horror films may have seen a movie called Brain Scan back in the late 90s where he gets the, he he starts this experimental horror game that he starts to order. At that time it comes through CDs in the mail and he gets pulled more and more and more into solving these crimes and he wakes up realizing that it maybe it wasn't a game because the people on his block are now dead. Sure. Um, so it reminds me of that a little bit but it it looks really cool because you basically are Stacy sitting in front of your computer trying to survive whatever is happening here and um, I'm, oh, really, I'm really kind of intrigued by this. I may have to check it out. Awesome. That yeah. sounds fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, who doesn't like a horror game really? You gotta, you know, shut the lights off <laughs> and just play it.
0: Don't tip me with a good time. Yeah. Alright. So the next thing we're gonna do is a little thing we like to call
1: Perfect.
0: That was the '80s version, or '90s maybe. Say by the Bell,
1: maybe. Yeah, that yeah, the a music. Little, yeah, yeah a little, mm-hmm. a little, no, I meant your singing. Oh, the singing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was like um, in Detroit. We used to have a, a a soft rock station, and at eight o'clock it started, and it was called Pillow Talk.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was
1: your sexy voice, right? Okay. Number one. In 2007, a woman died from doing this in 3 hours of time. Oh god. Number 2. What does the Mutter Museum display?
0: <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Okay. Number 3. How many bacteria are transferred during a 10-second kiss? Oh god. Number 4. In 1963, the Bronx Zoo had an exhibition called The Most Dangerous Animal in the World. What was it? Wow.
0: 1963,
1: huh? Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I bet we have lots more
1: dangerous now. <laughs> this is a horrible name. Number five, Dick Richards, the original director of Jaws, was fired for this reason. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh ah,
0: happens a lot. Directors get fired all the time for lots of different reasons. Mm. Not always not generally their fault many times. All right. <clears throat> so I watched a movie called Bones and All, which was from mm. last year, How and was it that? was it was pretty yeah, as you probably know, it was like critically acclaimed, a lot of there was a lot of like talk about it. And I also actually got a screener of it like as part of the Oscars or whatever, I get, uh, I get these screeners. And that was one of the ones. And I thought, oh, that's interesting that they're like putting that forward as one of the ones that they want people to watch. So Bones and All 2022, abandoned by her father, a young woman named Marin embarks on a thousand mile odyssey through the back roads of America, where she meets Lee, a disenfranchised drifter. But despite their best efforts, all roads lead back to their terrifying past and to a final stand that will determine whether their love can survive their otherness. These kiddos are cannibals. Nice. Yeah. So that's the horror part. Doesn't sound like a horror at all when I read that description, (laughs) but it's a romance. It's a love story. And it's a, a story about cannibalism. I actually enjoyed this. It's like, a romantic road trip film only with creepy, like a lot of blood because <laughs> they're like eating people. Yeah. And of course, whenever you get vampires, werewolves, cannibals, anything like that, <clears throat> you, although cannibals are not otherworldly, you could be a cannibal and not have any kind of power at all. Right. Like it's a mm-hmm. real thing where people eat people. You can, you get that thing around, I don't want to do this, but I have to, I don't want to do the, you know, the urge piece of it. So it's got that addiction quality Mm -hmm. to it. It's got the quality of like trying to hold back from that. And she also, the main character like inherited this behavior. So there's that piece of it all. I really liked the performances. I thought, I mean, I've watched a lot of cannibal movies over the years there. They don't, always succeed but like i think it's kind of up there with raw for me there's a movie called raw that was really good but that one was is like really quirky and very different kind of movie this actually is cannibalism with a love story and i thought it was good awesome yeah i've
1: heard of it i have not seen it
0: i mean it's not like
1: throw on a sunday kind of movie no not the feel good movie of the year no okay i'll start with a really Really bad one, like painfully bad. <laughs> I was
0: going to bring my trash to this episode okay. as well, so that's where we're going. I'm gonna, I'm the gonna, only uh, way is down. Yeah,
1: okay. <laughs> okay. So, I, I watched a movie from was it 20, 2022 called House of Darkness. Hmm. Somehow, it's labeled as a comedy horror mystery. I don't think there was anything funny about it. In fact, it was so <laughs> fucking annoying. I was I only got through it because I was still on the Peloton. Oh,
0: okay. sure. You're like, well, I might as, might well, as well finish, finish it, it off.
1: <laughs> uh, stars Kate Bosworth, Justin Long, Gia Crovatin. crovaden Crovatin. I don't know. I apologize, Gia. Hap, played by Justin Long, offers Mina, if that gives you any indication of this, where the story's is going. Cause no. Me, okay. <laughs> Uh, well, let's just, just say uh, Lucy and Mina are the sisters, <laughs> okay. okay? A ride home with ulterior motives, but his night takes a turn when he learns she lives in a creepy American castle and the shadowy figures in the corridors make it clear that he isn't welcome. So clearly if the sisters' names are Mina and Lucy, you know that they are probably vampires. Justin Long plays this overly awkward uh, he carries the whole film by his just, he's tries to be cool and he's nervous and his, the cadence of his speech. I, I remember thinking if, cause he's trying to impress her, mm-hmm. you know, but he also yeah. knows like something's really off about the house. And then Kate Bosworth plays this annoyingly stoic yet supposed to be seductive character that I just want to punch in the face. Ugh. And it's really like, An hour and a half of nothing happening except you know that it's going to lead to him getting eaten. Yeah, I'm telling you all this because don't watch it. Um, (laughs) It is so... I love Justin Long. If this was the first movie I'd seen with him in it, I would never watch him again. Oh, no. He was... I'm sure part of it was the writing and the directing. His character is so incredibly annoying that you're just wanting to fast forward. And if you do fast forward and you press play, you haven't missed anything because they're still in the goddamn living room. Oh, Jesus. And it's just dialogue between them. I know how that goes.
0: I, You know how many movies I've said that about here? Like, uh, oh, they're just talking in the living room for half an hour.
1: And it's supposed to be this, you know, maybe... Origin to Mina and Lucy from Bram Stoker and how it's a revenge. And then she goes about telling this ghost story that these two sisters were brutally raped and it, it, you figure out it's a revenge fantasy and Justin Long happens to be the one they're sacrificing and it just goes to this place where you're like, just end.
0: Make it stop.
1: Make it stop. Maybe they can all keel over and die I now. hope so. <laughs> Now it's awful. It was awful. It was one of the worst pieces of garbage I've watched in the last couple of years. Oh, well, okay. You got to put it on your list because at the end of this year... We haven't seen you in anything in how long, and this is all you have?
0: (laughs) At the end of the year, we're going to do a worst of. Oh. Make a note. Let it be. <laughs> you know, I saw, uh, this is not a horror movie, but I'm going to throw it in right before I talk about some trash I watched. I watched the new Nicolas Cage movie called The Old Way.
1: Okay. He's oh, doing- I heard that was good. It's a Western, did you? Like I heard it was fun because... If <laughs> yeah, it, no, yeah. I mean,
0: it's better than you think it's going to be. Yeah. It's a Western revenge tale. And there are moments when he does his Nick Cage thing, although he doesn't do the Rage Cage thing, which is okay. which is disappointing. Yeah, that's what you watch it for. Uh, I do. But also, he does do his, like, like, where the camera is on him for too long and they're just watching his reactions. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my God. So an old gunslinger and his daughter must face the consequences of his past, when the son of the man he murdered years ago arrives to take his revenge. So it's definitely, you know, Western. I the young girl that plays his daughter is amazing. So the story is like a little bit anorexic cage playing the loner out for revenge is kind of a thing he's done a lot of lately, except this is just like in a Western format. He's hilarious to me. So, and the chemistry with him and his daughter is really great. Mm -hmm. And the daughter is really repping child psychos. So like child psychopaths. So that little piece is kind of fun that like, there's a little, there's some markers there that are very blunt, but they're there. So I still need a better American cowboy cowboy part for cage. Cause I think that could be like a fun, I think it's a, I, I see where he's going and I would love, I just like a better part yeah. for him to play with that. And then I was also going to mention that I saw a movie called sorry about the demon. Oh, a young man struggling with a broken heart learned that his new place is full of restless spirits. And <sighs> I really kind of wanted to like this. Like, it's zombies, right? So I'm always looking for a good zombie movie. But what I've realized is that, like zombies can be really boring. They really can be and they were in this for me. The first 10 minutes or so I laughed several times and I thought, Oh, this is gonna be a fun ride. And then somehow I just could not get back. I couldn't get my consciousness back. Like it just <laughs> it's it sort of just died on the vine for me. So there's that. And I have some more trash.
1: But you you go. I have one more trash. Mm -hmm, Okay. I know you watched it, and I don't know if you felt it was trash, but I I watched a movie called Take Back the Night. I hated this movie so much. Um,
0: I love the – I hate –
1: of this episode for you yeah finding herself the victim of violent monster attack jane launches a vigilante campaign to hunt the beast that tried to kill her jane's efforts uh intensify but her troubling history of drug use and mental illness bubbles to the surface causing her family community and authorities to question the authenticity of her account suddenly alone in her fight um jane starts to doubt her own memory of the attack to doubt if the monster exists at all. Okay. Clearly this is an attempt at, um, using horror as a metaphor for rape and sexual assault. And the monster is the metaphor for rape. It's so one dimensional. The acting is so bad. I don't feel sorry for her. In fact, I hate her. Um, I hate everyone in this. It, <laughs> I, I, Another one that I just happened to be on Peloton just trying to get through. And it—I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. It was like it was trying to be girl with the dragon tattoo and all of these things. And I hated it so much. There it is. <laughs> there said, is my I review.
0: It. I hated it. Goodbye. Did you like this? No. Thank you. Uh, the, metaphor, the metaphor for me was too heavy handed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it felt very formulaic mm-hmm. and... You know, a creature really makes or breaks a movie like this for me because, you know, you do the metaphor, you do all of that. The acting can make her break it as well. That was bad for this. The creature. (laughs) She's just going to interject that she hated everything I say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But like slap face, the the witch was a great metaphor for grief. I know. I know. Uh, What I was going to say is that
0: the creature was really creepy until you saw its face. (laughs) Oh, God. And then its face looked like a pizza. Like yeah. little green bobbing the eyeballs. the acting was bad. And the face was just, it just ruined it. And then I just started laughing because there were these creepy hands and, you know, it's obviously low budget. So there were these like creepy hands and smoke, like a low budget creature can be fine. But then he shot his face and it's just like, I just started cracking up because it looks so funny. So it just, it just, the face fell for me. It just like sucked all the creep out of it. But it's like,
1: I mean, and then just the obvious upset sister who's not yeah. believing her and just really heavy to open wine and eat Thai and have this deep, con- all of it, all of it pissed me off
0: super derivative. But, you know, there's like a sexual assault prevention hotline sure. at the end. And so if if you're. I don't know. If you're a person that watches all of the metaphors for sexual assault, like that's your thing with horror and that's what you're kind of working through. And also there's a whole thing around believing victims because that's a piece of this is where it's like, oh, we never believe the victims and we should. And like, that's part of the message as well. I mean... Watch it for that reason. Like if you, yeah. it's kind of like I see all the werewolf and the bad shark movies. Like if you see all of the movies that deal with sexual assault metaphor, then you're gonna watch this. But I th- I think that good movie, yeah, the but. the
1: message is great. The movie is fucking terrible. Yeah, so, period. Done. There it is.
0: Oh, okay. She's the end.
1: Done. <sighs> I hated it.
0: <laughs> we know it was bad was it bad kathy it was okay <laughs> all right i finally saw well i had to watch and of course program in the discord the movie man eater oh yeah that 2022. was 22. it's funny because the tagline is 200 teeth zero chance oh my god uh, <laughs> 2022 a group of friends on vacation in a seeming island paradise are stalked by an unrelenting great white after an accident leaves them stranded and left for dead what did you think <laughs> the the music
1: uh-huh. so, the soundtrack yeah. It, yeah it it was something like the even even <laughs> yeah. there's a song in there where they're talking about you know getting eaten I can't remember what it was but I remember <laughs> ice going that song was awful I'm like it's still going like they brought it back um, you know what here here it is if you want a a shark movie where you are rooting for the shark because everyone sucks and you just hope that the shark eats them all Mm -hmm. this is a good one to watch because you really hate them all
0: yeah it's just like ridiculous and bad i mean yeah i really did give it one star no it's it's bad it's not even good bad it's not even good bad because it didn't have enough i mean there was like shark eating and stuff but like
1: i don't know well they here's the problem is they blew it all up in the first five minutes of the movie then they waited another 40 minutes to show a shark yeah like did you not learn anything from jaws
0: yeah like i've watched recently um mega shark versus crocosaurus which i've actually seen before respect and chose to watch it again respect um which has urkel in it yeah and it's really bad
1: yeah it's like so bad oh like not even good bad but
0: but it's not trying to be
1: good. right well there you go like
0: man is trying to be like a good shark movie
1: like i respect sharknado
0: but like i like sharknado i like all of the man shark versus yeah. mega shark versus whatever because santa it's jaws. trash yeah it's not trying i mean and even santa jaws is a cut above because it's humorous yeah it's good it actually like some of the comedy lands but like this is whoosh this is bad bad but again i see all of the bad shark movies and then i rate them according to how they are with each other not according to like how they rate against oscar winners i would say like this is not not even a fun one to me
1: yeah it was pretty bad it was hard hard holding um my concentration during it, I'll give you that. Yeah,
0: I mean, I have fun because we watch them together with a bunch of people and it's fun to, to shit on them. But if I was watching it by myself or I wasn't paying attention to like other people, like, oh, God, no. It would be mm-hmm. awful. Don't watch it alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So let's, um, let's do the answers to that thing we like to call.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Now I don't know what to call it.
1: Number one, (laughs) in 2007, Mm. a woman died from doing this in three hours of time. I mean, I could go a lot of different directions with that. Pick one. Jogging. (laughs) Good (laughs) guess. Drinking more than a gallon of water. Oh, I have heard that's very bad for you. Yeah. So she just decided to do that and sometimes, then keeled well, over? I, sometimes, I know when I was working in um, outpatient for conditional release patients who were on a lot of medication, sometimes we had to watch their water intake okay. because they'd get super thirsty and there was that risk of them doing that. Yes. So I don't know the context of this situation, but it could have been something like that. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, number two, what does the Mutter Museum display? <laughs> um eyeballs. I mean, I don't know. I'm just I mean, you're not playing along. You're not far off. Oh, really? <laughs> Various mutations, tumors and um, anomalies of human anatomy. And is mutter like the physician's
0: name that founded it? Or probably. Something? Because it probably has nothing to do. I mean, it does yeah. obviously doesn't have anything to do
1: with. <laughs> Unless it's like an adjective or something. It's all mutter. <laughs> yeah. or,
0: that's what I was thinking. I'm like mouth diseases. I don't know. <laughs> Muttering. I don't know. Uh,
1: let's see. Number f- Four. um no number three how many bacteria yeah. are transferred during a 10 second kiss um I mean a lot I imagine uh, uh I don't know
0: 200 million 80 million as many as 80 million okay mm-hmm. <laughs> I overshot it
1: and I and that's kind of gross that's disgusting but you know whatever in 1963 the Bronx Zoo had an exhibition called the most dangerous animal in the world what was it a tiger? It was a mirror. So it was the human. Oh, that's hilarious. Number five, Dick Richards, the original director of Jaws, was fired for what reason? This is actually kind of funny. Is it? Yeah. Um I mean and I would fire this director over this because you're a moron. <laughs> Like, you clearly don't know what you're directing.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I, what, I don't know the specifics, but what I was going to say is just something about, like, he wanted to shoot something a particular way, and everybody laughed him out of the room. Like, but but I don't really
1: know what it was. He kept referring to the shark as a whale, so oh, he was let go. That. So we're going to put the whale over here with the teeth and the thing, it's and then we're going to move the whale. whale. It's not a whale. It's not a whale. Yeah, like, you're not even on the right script. You're, you're not, not even to making know the it's right a shark. movie. You're not even making the right movie. Oh. What are you, Ahab? What's your problem? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Disappointing, I know.
0: Super disappointing. Wah, wah, wah. Well, thank you so much for that. You're welcome. And everyone, thank you for listening. We enjoy you. We appreciate you. And this has been an episode of Terror Talk. And my name is Shannon. And I'm Kathy. Sleep safe, everyone.